This episode is sponsored by SmartVestor. Connect with an investing pro for free at RamseySolutions.com slash invest. You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk investing, retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Christopher is in Bangor, Maine. Hi, Christopher. Welcome to The Ramsey Show. Hey, how are you guys? Great, man. What's up? So I have a question. First of all, I'm about 25 years old. I'm 25. I have no debt. And I have about 13000 in a brokerage fund in a total stock market 500 index. I also have 15400 in savings. And I just opened a Roth IRA with about 1200 in it. And because I don't own a house and I have no debt, I feel like I can invest more than just maxing out my Roth IRA. So my first question is, do you think that I should take the tax up front and take my money out of my brokerage to put it in the Roth, or if I should keep it in, say, save for a house, and also what I can do with extra income, um, how I can invest that? What's your income? Um, right now, it's a little sporadic. I'm a deckhand on a boat. It could be anywhere from two to two grand to thirty five hundred a month. What are you making a year? With this, maybe thirty or so. Okay, so you make a thirty thousand a year. Are you living on the boat? No, no, I live in uh, my own uh, housing. Okay. All right. So, what was the purpose of the brokerage account? What was your goal with that? So that was actually something that my father set up for me when I was eighteen, and of course, I didn't really understand it. Um, and so, for a little while, I was just funding it until I kind of realized, hey, I need to understand what's going on without just blindly funding an account. That's smart. That's good to be understanding what you're putting money into and why. And so that's that's the heart of my question is figuring out what are your next goals. You have no debt. Uh, you have some money in savings. That's good. That's, we're going to call that your emergency fund. And so your next step would, de- would be to invest 15% of your income into those tax-advantaged retirement accounts. Okay. So I'm not seeing a need to fire sale, uh, liquidate the brokerage immediately. You could use your future income to fully fund that Roth. Uh, even then, do you have any other ways to increase your income long-term? can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. I think you're a pretty frugal dude. You live pretty low because you're living, do, you're living yeah. well under a $30,000 income and still saving money. It's impressive. So, I mean, if yeah. normally I talk to somebody like you, they call me up with a credit card debt, a car payment, and everything else, and you've managed to stay away from all that. Congratulations. Well done. So 15% of 30000 would be 8000 Okay. Okay. It'd be 9,000, but you could fully fund your 8,000 Roth, right? So fully fund your Roth out of your income. You can sit down with a SmartVestor Pro if you want to click uh, SmartVestor at RamseySolutions.com. That'll tell you who we recommend in your area. They can set it up where monthly you put into a Roth and you fully fund it once. You can fully fund it over time. I don't think you have to cash out the brokerage to fund it. I think you can fund it out of your income this coming year at 25. If you'll do this from 25 to 65, you'll have plenty of money. You'll be a multimillionaire. If you save 15% of your income from 25 to 65, you'll be a multimillionaire. Okay. If you don't do anything else but that, and uh, even at making 30 grand. So if you fully fund a Roth, you'll be a multimillionaire um, at uh, 65. So we that, talked to a 70 year old who never made more than 55, and he's got 6 million bucks. Yeah. So yeah. it can be done. That's exactly right. And, you know, by the way, folks, Washington Post is reporting uh, Fidelity. Uh, the mutual fund family is saying that 401k millionaire club grew thanks to a stock market rally. Um, George, read over this. This is good. 
This is pretty wild. So new data from Fidelity found the number of employees with 401k balances over $1 million spiked 26% in the second quarter. So now there's 378,000 of those accounts compared to under 300,000 by the end of 2022. And the average balance in these 401ks was $1.5 million. And here's the key. They stuck to it. These are people who contributed steadily to their plans, even when the stock market took a heart-clutching dive. It says they've seen that payoff in their account balances. And this is something that, you know, we've been preaching. You've been preaching it for 30 years now. But just stay on the roller coaster and you won't get hurt. Well, and here's the thing. You know, when the news reports that the stock market is up, never. Did you guys know the stock market's up since the first of the year 15%? If you put in $10,000 or $5,000 or $1,000, $500 million, whatever, at the first of the year, you would have made 15% on your money in an S&P 500, which is a stock market index, right? It's measuring the growth of the stock market. And made 15% on your money. But, you know, the news is inflation's 9.6%. There's supply chain problems. And Hillary, the hurricane, not the woman, hit California. I mean, this is it. That's a right? good caveat. Yeah, we need to be the hurricane, clear. Not with the woman. No emails were deleted in this message, but yeah. So the um, wow, I mean, this is encouraging. Fifteen percent in one year, you, you know, from the first January one to today. Have you heard a single news report? Well, I got to give it to the Washington Post. Fidelity reporting Millionaire Club is up. Right, the number of workers with a million dollars or more in their four hundred one ks hit an all time. And the EORs are still out there, Dave. You know what the new line is now? Well, a million dollars isn't enough anymore, Dave. It's more than you got, whiner. (laughs) That one's my favorite. Won't get you as far as it used to. Won't. It'll get you further than you are. But these people aren't retired you're whining. And they've got 1.5 million. They're still on the journey. Yeah, and here's what the interesting thing is. You run all these formulas and theories and stuff. I was meeting with the Every Dollar team the other day, and they're working out a a formula for a retirement calculator. We're going to build into that thing. And um, I was just, just don't do it like the financial industry because the financial industry runs a bunch of hypothetical crap that never actually occurs. What actually really occurs? See, if all, if I give you some examples, like say, for example, okay, if you invest a hundred dollars a month from age 25 to age 65 in a decent growth stock mutual fund that averaged 12%, you'd have 1,172,000. That's an example. Well, a million one hundred seventy-two thousand is not enough, and you didn't inflation adjust that. And 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 you know, is that CGR? What, what kind of math? What kind of freaking nerd cares? You got a million dollars more than your dad, who had nothing. Shut your butt up and save money. Hello, this is the point. So quit trying to. Our purpose here is to get you to actually do this stuff, not run theoretical think tanks. The doing it is the big difference. You know, most of the people we interviewed that made me had a million dollars, they they can't tell you what a CGR is. They didn't switch, sit and wring their little nerd analytical hands over whether oh do we what kind of inflation rate do we use? Because in the last ten years prior to Biden, it was two point six percent. Do we use a post Biden inflation rate or a pre Biden inflation rate, or do we go back seventy two years since the CPI started and it's four point two percent? What do we do with our good? You sound just Would you like just it. shut up and put some money in your account? You haven't even mentioned expense ratios yet, Dave. I left those out, too. And 12B1 fees. Like, I don't oh know they're gosh. there. 
because I don't care if they're there. Well, the people the that invest this. are the ones that have money. The ones that don't invest because they get paralysis of the freaking analysis, don't do anything. They have no money. So that's the beauty of this young man, Brent. Oh, yeah. See, he didn't need a he, – he's working on a, on a boat. He's working on a boat in Maine. Hello, making 30000 He's going to be a multimillionaire because George told him how to do it, and he's going to actually go do it. And he's he not trying to impress his friends with a giant car payment. And, and, well, and he, he didn't he didn't need some kind of hypothetical, you know, 19-variable adjusted rationalization to learn to be an investor. He thought, you know, my dad got me started with this. It's probably a good idea that I do some more of it. Well, way to go, Brent. You got something called common sense. They got it in Maine. They got it in Tennessee. And they got it in a few of the other states out there. You can look around. You'll find them. Get you some. Oh, my gosh. But the Get study found that the average investor in this millionaire study, they were just average. They weren't prodigies. They weren't doing anything fancy. And I'll guarantee you, they don't even know what a 12B1 fee is. And this article ends with this. The majority of savers stayed the course and did not make significant changes to their retirement savings. Oh, you mean they didn't time the market? You mean they didn't worry about the dollar being sniper shot by a new, a whole new currency coming out of... China and Brazil. We're all going to hell. I'm taking my money out right now. No, they just kept investing. Just merrily along. Stop touching Merrily, merrily, merrily along. Thanks for tuning in to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To learn more about investing, visit RamseySolutions.com slash investing or click the link in the show notes. Ramsey Solutions is a paid non-client promoter of participating pros. Learn more at RamseySolutions.com slash smartvester.